0: When it comes to companies that I partner with, I'm intentional. I want to work with people and brands that have a heartbeat within their mission. Faraday has that. It's a brand fueled by purpose and optimism, which is very important to me. It's a family-run business making high-quality, sustainability-minded, feel-good fashions that I'm proud to wear. I wear them because of all the reasons I mentioned. They're built to last a lifetime and, I mean, they look good, which is important. I mean, how can I brunch and slay without the proper fashion? So, I'm happy to share my appreciation for all things Farity with you. Right now, you can get 25% off of anything you purchase by listing and using the code Brunch Slay. So, head over to FarityBrands.com forward slash brunch and slay. That's Farity, F-A-H. E R T Y Brands, B R A N D S dot com forward slash brunch and sleigh. Thank me later. Welcome back to the show. I am full of hope, (laughs) joy, love, and trepidation, right? It's like a cocktail of crazy, a cocktail of happiness. I cannot believe that we made it so quickly to the end of 2020. It's been the shortest, longest year ever, right? It's been short because like, it's been on loop. We've been doing the same thing pretty much every day since March, Um, but it's been long because we've been on loop. We've been doing everything the same every day pretty much since March. You know, I I laugh sometimes to keep from crying because I, y'all know, I've been very honest and upfront about my emotional roller coaster during this pandemic. It has been just something different. I know it's something that we'll talk about forever. You know, I know it has affected so many people in so many different ways, period. You know, how it's affected me. Ah, The list goes on and on and on, but I wanted to do a solo episode before we close out the year because life is good in spite of it all. You know, I found myself very busy this last quarter of the year and I have neglected so much, so many aspects of my life. And I'm not saying that to say, feel sorry for me. I'm saying that because I'm finally at a place where I understand that that just has to happen sometimes, you know? 2020 has really pushed me and it has taught me so many things. But I wanted to share, I want to share uh, a few things that I feel like has really helped me improve upon with myself because I I want y'all to know about my journey. I know we talk about brunching and slaying and I know I realized recently that I've kind of neglected a big part of sharing what I'm working on, right? And what I need to slay or what I'm working towards slaying or what I feel like I'm slaying. And I want to do a better job of that. I really do. Um, Being 100% vulnerable has never been something that's super easy with me. I don't know if I'll ever get there, but I do want to share a lot more about the things because I have some ambitious goals, and I want to work with y'all together because I know you have some ambitious goals, and I think together we can kind of push each other and hold each other accountable. So I feel like that's something that would be good for me, and I'm wondering if it'll be good for you. So when I sat down and I really thought about 2020, And I know we have one week left, but I I just, it's on me today, right? So I thought about 2020, how it started. At the beginning of 2020, my main focus was 2030. And I'm so glad that that was on my heart. My focus was 2030 because I've had vision boards and I've done one-year challenges and one-year goals and, you know, New Year's resolutions and all those things. And, you know, that's been great. But one year goes by so fast. I mean, look at this year. And I knew that going into 2020, but there was something about it that made me realize it was a decade and the, the magnitude of ten years and what you could do in ten years. And I decided to, you know, set my bar a little higher and set some ten-year goals. And the reason I'm glad I did is because I would have felt the way my personality is set up. I'm very goal-driven, and to have a whole year in the house, pretty much, you know, or with limited access to the norm would have really messed with my psyche. I would have felt like I didn't accomplish anything. And I know, I mean, I'm just telling you how I work. I'm very type A, something I work on. Sometimes I'm so type A, it drives me crazy and it annoys me. And sometimes I just can't stop myself with it. So that's something I've been painfully aware of for some time. I work really hard to camouflage it, but it is really who I am. Um, I'm a goal person. I love stretching myself. For some reason, when I'm just stagnant and stand still, I don't do as well. I like high-stress jobs. I like um, those opportunities are where I thrive, like having big obstacles and leaps and bounds and long, long checklists is when I do my best work. But what I realize now in my life is that's not something that I always want to do. I don't want to always have like a major deadline that I'm working toward or, or that kind of stress. So having a goal of ten years of what to accomplish kind of gave me a special piece in my mind. It gave me a piece to know, you're not gonna do this forever, Amira. There's gonna come an age when you're gonna figure out how to downplay or settle down a little bit. I think 2020 was like the accelerator for that. <laughs> it's one of those times where you say, girl, you spoke that, be careful what you ask for. We do. Th- I do this all the time. I ask God, the universe, the great I am, for these things and I get them. And it's like, whoa, girl, you better be very specific. So I have learned to be extremely specific in my ask and to not share them very often. So a lot of my guardedness comes from keeping my cards close to my chest. I think I can handle at this point though, sharing some of those things because I feel like we build, we win. Sharing with y'all, y'all might have some, some guidance or some help in maneuvering these next few chapters or things I want to accomplish as I might have for you so I'm hoping that we can encourage one another so as I'm thinking about 2020 there are five things that really really happened or made me change my perception of thought or or going into this new decade the first lesson I learned that I feel was paramount and that I've run into so many people and they've learned and it's the pivot pivot quickly Don't dwell in it. When you see that something needs to be changed, do it quickly, adapt, and move forward. Tons of us had plans that were deferred deferred this year. If we wallowed in them, we spent a whole year wallowing. If we pivoted quickly, you probably found some prosperity. You know, women have been winning during the pandemic. People of color have been winning in the pandemic. Latinx folks, African-American, and everybody has been winning who wanted to win. If you're not winning, Then let's talk about it. Let's figure out how we can get you there. But there's so much opportunity here because guess what? People are sitting at home glued to the devices called cell phones and TV screens. And there's a lot you can see in your timeline. So businesses have been flourishing, smaller businesses have, because of the pivot. Like for me, at the beginning of 2020, I had a whole year of events planned. I had a partnership with a hotel. We were gonna do brunches, rooftop, decadent, pool top brunches, and happy hours and experiences and networking opportunities, and none of that could happen because of the pandemic. Not one of those things could happen. I could have been very sad because I pretty much had taken the year off before because I moved to a new city and all those things. You guys know that story. whoop de whoop whoop My life was falling apart. Lost family members, just totally rearranging my life because we changed You know our zip code so i took that year off and then we come out ready to go guns blazing and then the pandemic happens and guess what nothing could be done not one thing so i gave myself the mental break i needed and i said it'll come to me and i focused on other things and within that pivot again thank god some businesses reached out and they thought you know I have some questions for you. And then I talked to a girlfriend and she's like, I don't understand why you don't do more BAS media. You know, these businesses are in need of marketing services. You know, these are things that you do all the time. And in the past I had not really focused on BAS media, which is my digital marketing agency. I hadn't, advertised for it, because thankfully, whenever I got new clients, they were enough to fill me up, right? I was happy with them. I didn't want a full client roster. I was working a full-time job. There were so many different variables, but the conversation on that day, during the middle of a pandemic, after everything fell apart, made it just hit different. And she and I brainstormed, and we put a plan together, and we went out, and we started visiting businesses, and we started landing clients. And let me just say, y'all, the magic that happened the last two quarters of 2020 for me mentally, for my team and for just watching powers work has been everything for me. I am still in awe of all of the great things in the companies that we worked with. Just in the last six months, y'all have been so busy. I've had to ramp up my staff. I now have a team of 10, which is crazy. And it was all because of the pivot and check out bas media i'm working with companies and businesses and small businesses too to help them stay alive stay afloat and stay relevant in today's digital marketing world so bas media is a digital marketing agency we do everything from create apps websites Um, influencer campaigns for different brands, recruiting influencers, managing the influencers, um, social media strategy, content strategy, and full-scale brand audits. So this is not a commercial for BAS Media, but I know you guys hear me say it in passing, and I figured, why not tell y'all exactly what it is? If you want to check out more about it, go to basmedia.net, and you can find out anything you want to know. But again, this is not a commercial. That was just my pivot. It won for me. I want to share it, y'all, because I've never had that experience. I've had ideas and they have become, you know, fruitful, right? I've had ideas that became a reality and that kind of thing before and seen that, but I've never had one perform the way VAS Media has. And it is still, I'm still in awe. I'm still in awe of how you can just work with what you have work with the skills that you have naturally or that you've studied and cultivated and make it your own. All I did with BAS Media was do what I've been doing for these giant companies for my entire career. And I'm now just doing it for myself and for all other businesses. And thankfully they hear it, they receive it and they're using it and it's awesome to see. My second lesson was, and this is a tough one. I learned that my boundaries are important You know, a lot of times for me, I was quick to have plans for myself, but as soon as someone else who I felt needed me came up, I would put my plans to the side, whether that be my child, my husband, my friends, my family, those plans for myself immediately always got put on the black burner. And that meant sometimes I would cancel and I'd say, yeah, I can come meet you. You popped into town. I didn't know you were coming to town. Yes, it's last minute, but I don't want to miss this opportunity. Now I'm like, yeah, no, I didn't know you knew you were coming. You know, I had plans for myself. I had plans that I need to do to for my mental health. So I'm sorry I'm going to have to catch you next trip. That was tough for me, y'all. I know a lot of y'all are like gangster and it's like, "Girl, it's nothing." I say no all the time, but for me being type A people pleaser, I always wanted to make sure I made everybody feel, you know, appreciated no matter what. And at the cost of my own mental health and my own happiness in the many instances. And now I have had a few things happen in this pandemic that made me realize that that wasn't going to work for me. So I've gotten really good at making my boundaries a priority and sleeping good afterwards, which was the toughest part. You know, Not having that two day long conversation, should I have said it, did I say it the wrong way? Oh, how are they going to take it? Nope, don't care. I'm good. Sorry, can't make it. It's not malicious, no malice. Hey, I just can't. And guess what? No one cared nobody cared you make all these big deals and no one cares no one cares they didn't even really care that much they probably sent that text out to like 30 people and hoping one or two would show up so there's no gold ribbons getting given out i didn't miss anything but i gained so much from respecting my boundaries and saying no i also learned another tough lesson y'all and that was to not delay uncomfortable conversations period. A lot of times I do this, I would avoid phone calls. I would dance around. I would reschedule things because I just didn't want to hurt anybody. And then what I realize is if you don't want to hurt anybody, you won't. You won't intentionally because the way you deliver it, they'll know that you didn't mean to hurt them. That doesn't mean their feelings won't get hurt or they won't be semi-offended. But when people know you're coming from a good and true place, they're not going to be angry about it, because your delivery will reflect that. So had some real big grown-up conversations with some people in my life that I had been avoiding for a long time, and they went well. They went well. I've learned to say, I don't want to talk about this, or this is a problem for me. I've learned to not avoid those things. I'm not saying as soon as somebody take you off, immediately say something, because sometimes we need to wait, because our reaction is not fine-tuned enough to not hurt them with our words. But being able to have those conversations and say them quickly that you're offended, that you're bothered, that something is not for you, has been a huge lesson for me. And I feel it gives it gives closure where in other situations I didn't get closure before because I'm able to say, I don't feel bad. I don't feel like I just disappeared or I just avoided this person until they got the hint or whatever the case may be. These are some practices that I realized I had to improve because it never feels good. You know, if I tell my daughter every day, I always treat people how you want to be treated and I'm not, then that's kind of like, "Mm -mm, that's not going to work for me. So having those uncomfortable conversations quickly and moving on, having them and doing them properly with dignity and with grace helps you to close the door because you know you did the best you could and you did not Purposefully lash out at someone. It's helped me sleep well and still be able to be in the room with people after having these conversations because just because we aren't on the same page doesn't mean that I hate you. You know, during this year with so much turmoil and then the political ridiculousness and ah, the murders and the sickness and so many things, we were all so sensitive. I know I was. And so raw, like so many emotions on the surface, so many emotions pouring out that we didn't, I know I hadn't realized I had or held on to for so long. And carrying that around is debilitating, you know? And I started to see, I'm like, this is why women die of heart disease. This is why it's our number one killer, because we carry around this stuff for sake of someone's feelings, as opposed to just having these tough conversations and and with kindness and dignity and moving on. And learning to do that has been substantial in my mental space. I have been able to, I feel like just pivot quickly, adapt quickly, be kinder, appreciate people more and appreciate what what purpose they serve in my life, right? Prior, reprioritizing what purpose people have has been awesome for me. I also learned number four, that seeking counsel is a necessity right? There are so many areas in our lives where we are not great. And oftentimes we think that we know everything or we can just Google it, but think about it. And you hear this all the time, Michael Jordan even needed a coach. There are so many aspects of our lives that we win in and so many that just, we can't get it right. We just can't get our diet right. Get you a nutritional coach, sis. We just can't get our mind right. Get you a counselor, seek some therapy right? Your business won't take off the way you want. You keep falling short. Get you a business coach. Vet these folks. There are coaches. There are counselors for everything. And I think to be your best self, you cannot lean on yourself all the time. You need experts in your life. And seeking counsel is smart. It is healthy. It says you love yourself, right? During the height of everything, I realized that I could no longer counsel myself mentally. I could no longer answer questions without being upset. So I went and sought mental counseling to help me deal with my growing rage, my growing frustration of humankind. And I was starting to get to a point where I felt like I was getting too dark with what I thought about humans and it was not sitting well with me. So I got counsel for that. I sought out some business mentorships. I sought counsel for that because, again, I started this agency. I didn't know to go left, when to go left, when to go right, when to go right. I had it for a while, but I did not had never navigated in the way that it's navigating now. And I knew if I didn't get help that I was not going to rise to the top. So I literally did that. And when I tell y'all, I feel so much freer now being able to have people I can tap into for pretty much every outlet (laughs) of what I need to be the whole me has changed, it has been a game changer for me. So seeking counselor, counselor, <laughs> seeking counsel is something I feel we all need to do a little bit more and it has been phenomenal for me. I also learned uh, that everything doesn't have to always be addressed. Oh y'all, let me talk about that. I learned to give something some room and it will pass. And I learned this lesson from my daughter. She is five. As y'all know, she'll be six next month. And I've been watching her go from baby to big girl. And being the only child, I think she's a little delayed in her transition because she's been my baby her whole life. So now she's in school and she's seen how other kids react. And I think it's really messing with her or was messing with her and how. She reacted and things she was doing, so she wanted to level up her big girlness, which I thought was cool. But what she started to do more, she started to really identify how she was feeling, and, and she would say, Mom, even more so than usual, I need a moment. I'm gonna go in my room and calm down. Um, um, I'm on yellow right now, but if you give me a minute, I can be on green. And she'd go to her room, and she'd find her quiet space in her little calm down corner. And she come out a new woman and she left whatever was in there. And I saw her do that enough that I started to think, hmm. In what areas of my life can I do that? Is it, can I do that when reacting to some of the things she does? Can I do that and reacting to the things other people do before I send an email? How can I find my calm down corner? How can I let some things pass before reacting in so many aspects? I mean, I've really been applying this in so many areas, even with watching media, right? Watching the news before you post, before you respond to something ignorant someone's posted on their wall, do yourself a favor and just mute them for 30 days because everybody has a hiccup. Everybody says something wrong. they will be the wrong way or delete them. I have cleaned and purged all my timelines and they are feeling great. I have muted the hell out of so many people. I have deleted folks and I'm sleeping good because my mental space is worth protecting and I encourage you to find your calm down corner, figure out what your big pivot's gonna be, to seek counsel and to be firm in, in protecting your boundaries. As we close out 2020, y'all, I feel like I'm better than I was before. I'm headed on the right direct in the right direction. I'm thankful for new opportunities and I'm in love with life. And I know no matter what, as we go into 2021, which I feel will be another year that's kind of stagnant in a lot of ways, but so much opportunity for growth and connections. I, I believe it no matter what, that when we build, we win because we are intentional about building and we are intentional about winning. So if you want to build and win, I'd love to hear your thoughts about accountability circles and masterminds and different things that we can do as a community to really encourage each other as we're embarking on these ambitious goals. I am so in awe of what women are doing right now in this world and how we are elevating life as we know it in 20 years from now, what will this world look like? I am in, I am so ambitious to see what this world will be like. And I want you to remember no matter what, that if she can, I can, we all can, and this is Brent and Slay.